usually we record these things on Friday and then post them up around Monday or so. But then something happens Saturday that pretty much like everybody in America has an opinion on now. So it would be weird if we didn't include it in the episode. So we're recording this now on Monday. Um, basically, long story short, there was a big white nationalist rally in Charlottesville because they were going to take down one of the Confederate statues. Things got heated. Uh, and then some dude drove his Dodge into a bunch of uh, protesters and killed somebody and maimed some other people. Uh, he's currently being held without bond. I think they charged him with second-degree murder, uh, two counts of, I think, assault, and uh, hit, hit a hit-and-run, basically. Uh, and then, I guess, one of the, one of the people who was killed, or the, one, the person who was... I mean, there were, they say there were three people killed. There were two cops who crashed a uh, helicopter... But I never really heard explained like what happened there. Like it sounds like some, it sounds like some Reno nine one one shit. I don't know. I don't really care. So so one real person was killed. Yeah. So one real per- yeah two two pigs and one real person was killed. Uh, and she apparently she was a me- potentially member of the IWW. It's not really sure. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Like she was just marching with their contingent. So. Uh, okay. Oh. I thought they were an IWW. Wasn't actually an IWW member. But a lot of people assumed that she was when the news first came out. There was a lot of, um, I don't know, just confusing reports coming which from is, Charlottesville you know, because na- it was such a shit show. Yeah, it's only natural that something like this. Um, I basically shut off the shut off like fa- I basically got off Facebook for like two days, just wait for things to shake out because I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah, and there were a lot of people trying to score political points off of it, which is just really yeah, that was revolting. Graceful. This is a validation of everything I've been saying. Is what everybody's been saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, how do you? I mean, again, like it's it's sort of a lone wolf act. It's sort of like that dude who went and like shot that senator or whatever. Like, how much can you really extrapolate from that politically? I mean, it's it's you know. There's, yeah. there, there's some loose network of fascists, I don't know, of alt-right kind of organizers. It doesn't rise to the level of fascist organization, but it's, you know, it's non-negligible. But I think those, honestly, I think those empirical facts aren't the, aren't like, first of all, like my biggest beef with this is just like, yeah, how, I don't know. Well, the alt-right had been planning for this event for a while. This was, you know, part of a series of demonstrations and, um, you know, rallies that they've held. But this was meant to be the big one. And, if yeah. you, you know, Richard Spencer was really saying that, like, this is going to be the thing that puts us on the map. This is going to be our, you know, big victory. Well, it's right unity, basically. And right? so it's still, it's hard to say, though, whether this will end up being good or bad for the alt-right. Because I think this does prove that the alt-right is a real thing. That there is a real, you know, semi, not really mass movement, but there is an organized white nationalist movement that is willing, that can, like, put up a public demonstration on a large scale. How many people came? Uh, like we said, um, I think it was 500 were at the march Friday night where they had tiki torches and were marching around pretending to be the Klan, chanting blood and soil. And for the next day, it's not really known how many attended. 
estimates are from 2,000 to 5,000, which is, you know, nothing to scoff at. I'd put that on the lower scale, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the left could still organize something bigger. Well, didn't, didn't they, though? Like, wasn't the, wasn't the counter-protesters, like, at least as big? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I just know that the counter-protesters were able to um, fuck them out pretty good. Considering, I mean, even though, you know, obviously we had an unfortunate casualty, I, I think, mean, um, I don't know, the Nazis seemed like, basically the way Richard Spencer described it was, that these militarized police just, like, forced them out of the park, then threw them into the streets where all the Antifa were, and then the Antifa basically just started um, beating the shit out of them, and it became a big street fight. So, I mean, you know, this really wasn't a victory for the alt-right in that regard. Like, as far as, you know, militarily, in, in that term, they lost. They did not hold the park. They did not, you know, achieve their objectives. But at the same time, my worry is that this will make the alt-right look kind of more revolutionary and more, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it, only time will tell. Like, things will probably shake up in the next few months. Um, it really, it'll probably really depend on if there's more um, actual, like, murder going on. Because, for instance, there was the whole militia movement in the 90s, and then Timothy McVeigh blew up that federal building right and that had a major fallout internal yeah. to because there were some people who are like hey, you know hey man i was just here for the nationalism and the camping i didn't i didn't sign up for this shit you know yeah. they bailed out and that movement is only now starting to recover you know some almost 20 years i, I think it's it's yeah. worth keeping in mind when we see big numbers here too um I don't want to dismiss entirely what Donald was saying. I, I agree with it to an extent. You know, clearly you see there's there's a level of organization on the far right that wasn't there a couple years ago or a few years ago, or at least wasn't visibly there. And uh, but I don't know if the number of white nationalists in the United States has dramatically changed over the past ten years. I mean, that you have Obama comes in and you start to see backlash against that, but that's um, I mean, I don't think that you've seen a, a fascist radicalization in the past few months as much as a sense of tacit validation by sections of the rest of society letting people, you know, be more organized. You know what I mean? I mean, to be honest, I think that the far right, the alt right, the white nationalists actually have grown a little bit. Because I personally know people who were just Ron Paul or libertarians a few years ago who are now, you know, full Kekistan 1488ers. Sure, is, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're, they're, they've solved the problem of fascism doesn't, their fascism isn't appealing to masses of people. Right, right. No, that's the most important thing to keep in mind here is that no matter how much we're pulling for anti-fascists here. This is a conflict between people that are politically engaged in like hard ways, you know? Um, and we live in a deeply apolitical kind of time or an even anti-political time. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to drift to the extreme left or right. Some people are just sick of politics altogether. And they, you know, the common trope is that it divides people, yeah. Um, but when you see 
white supremacist violence that kills like a you know young woman i mean this plays terribly the quote optics quote that's not good for the alt-right i don't I agree think you that have to bad for a lot of their supporters i think a lot of their supporters are i mean I know I mean, a lot of their formerly alt-right people are dipping out now, and they are saying yeah. there has been this common like meme that like we need to drop the Nazi stuff. We need to, you know, we need to just kind of hide. We need to get over all this Nazi stuff because it's just LARPing the 1930s, and it's not worth it. And I've also they've also um, a lot of people have been saying they need to disavow themselves from Richard Spencer. But I don't know. It's it's a weird dynamic. I mean, it doesn't help yeah. the optics that like he was pretty much like a stereotypical mega chud. Like he was, he was, his life was going nowhere, and he was like a pretty much like a total fucking loser. Like he literally the guy who drove the car. You're saying yeah, yeah. He literally yeah. Absolutely. He literally he couldn't make it in the army. In the army. Ooh. Well, there's they, also reports they take every, they take and I'm the Marine Corps. He couldn't get in the army. They take anybody. <laughs> They'll take anybody, and he he couldn't he couldn't make it through make it uh, past basic training. That's all he did, and they didn't want him anywhere yeah. else. Probably because he wouldn't stop talking about it. it would be better if Hitler won the war. Yeah, yeah, they, that, that they might, didn't yeah. want him serving lunch. Also, also the immediate slash pull reaction to the whole um, driving incident incident was basically to spread like a false rumor that some anti-fascist or like Hillary Bernie bro whatever did it. Like they were, they were immediately like spreading around the meme, that, like memes Let me like say that. This. A lot of people are saying are really just trying to downplay this crime. A lot of people are saying that he was acting in self defense. A lot of people are saying, "Well, Black Lives Matter killed five cops. You know, that's worse than that's even worse than what you know the alt right did." When and that did was Black just Lives one of Matter kill cops, like. Yeah, exactly. They're I mean, talking about Dallas. I mean, that's it's a ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's but, a terrible comparison. Yeah, but the thing is, like a lot of um, right wingers who might not even be like white identitarians are like making excuses for this and being like, "Oh, the liberal media is just trying to, you know, get people all outraged over this when it's really not that big of a deal," which is disturbing. I mean, what else? Yeah, what absolutely. else are they going to do, though? I mean. I mean, what strikes me is that these people are basically cowards. Like, they're not willing to take responsibility for one of their own doing something. Like, you don't even see that from, like, Islamist terrorists. Like, they don't disassociate themselves from it. They they actively claim... You'll have, like, fucking ISIS claim every terrorist attack that happens that's perpetrated by Islamists, even if it's not actually done by them, you know? Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, a lot of them are saying, oh, it was just reckless driving, but she still deserved it. That's been, like, a, a common alt-right line on this. I mean, that's, that's, that doesn't that's look to be good. expected. I mean, yeah, exactly. That, that really does not look good. I, I'm, I'm not being too optimistic about, you know, uh, human nature or American nationals or something. If I say that, people going, oh, she deserved to die, you know, about this young woman who got hit by a car by a Nazi. Wait, like a, like a like World War II Nazi? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't have. Yeah, like I think to normal people, the optics of this are horrible. <laughs> I don't have a tremendous amount of faith in the revolutionary masses at the moment, but that doesn't mean that I think they're a bunch of latent Nazis. Yeah, my, 
even my uh, normie liberal dad was getting pissed off about it when he heard about like the guy driving into the crowd. Like he was actually super pissed about it. Should we, yeah, should I mean, we talk about no normie liberals are definitely pissed about this. But even Fox News more has, has covered the um, the driver himself kind of uh, unfavorably. I mean, I know when we whenever we have a um, a mass shooting, a terrorist attack, anything like that, we often see this kind of maybe celebrity esque gossipy kind of attempt to look into the background of the person. And I mean, even Fox is is doing this sort of salacious like stuff with that. And and then on top of that is is talking about stories about him being potentially abusive towards his mother and things like that. So, I mean, the guy who did it looks like a perfect example, as as uh, I think it was Jake said, of the mega chud like loser. Um, and then on top of that, it, it's just. Uh... Yeah, also, um, should we talk about Trump's response to, uh, to the whole thing? Because that's actually something that, like I, it was pretty, it was pretty, it's pretty galling, even for me. And I've, you know, pretty low expectations of Trump that he didn't like immediately throw these people under the bus. Yeah, that was that was really bad move on his part, and but it was the same time like it's it's he said the same thing a lot of kind of radical centrist types say that you know. Antifa and you know white nationalists are both equally bad. They're both extremists. Violence on many sides. Yeah, they're both I th- violent. I think it's interesting that this conversation is being had now because somebody said what a centrist normie would say in some many in many scenarios that are not altogether different than this. But the president said it. This guy is obviously such an odious figure that. Maybe a lot of the people that would would say this kind of thing normally heard it out of Trump's mouth and can't accept it. Well, it, it was interesting. It's been interesting, like watching like all the Republicans around him like try and like fix it. You know what I mean? Like he like he just kind of went. I was like, yeah, there's violence on all sides. That's bad. And but everyone else, like it, it seems like everyone real like it's pretty clear he's trying to maintain this base to an extent, like in a very direct way. Even his revised statement when he came out later and talked about it later and he condemned the what i mean he used the word thugs and he he mentioned you know three um right-wing extremist groups and then said and other racist groups which could you know be potentially interpreted as like black lives matter or something or or antifa yeah i think you're even he even left that that open in in the revised statement they're looking for that little bit of space to sort of be able to rationalize, oh, Trump was pushed into this by the Republican establishment. And I think he gave that to them. And I wouldn't even say unintentionally necessarily. I mean, how could that be unintentional? Of course not. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think I think we're probably going to be obviously we're fixated on this topic anyway. We've talked about it a million times, but there's a lot. There's a lot to pay attention to and how this shakes up for the alt-right and for the left in the coming months uh, will be very important and very telling. Uh, and we will be watching with great interest. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's the death of the alt-right. <laughs> yeah, and let's be clear, you know, whatever critiques of anti-fascism we might have, you have to admire people that 
kind of are go just marching into harm's way by confronting uh, fascists. Yeah. And and when someone falls, maybe put the Bordiga down for a second. And yeah, fighting fascism is good because yeah. they want to kill communists, and we are communists, and we don't want to die. Right. 